Hello and happy Valentine's Day, everyone. <laughs> and welcome to another edition of Chainsaws and Claws, the Killer Monster Podcast. I'm Rob the Cinema Drunkie. I'm Patrick Vicious. You might notice I've, uh, I sound a bit off and shit because I literally just woke up like 90 minutes ago. <laughs> if I sound very enraged because I've been playing Call of Duty for the last hour while like, Rob's been asleep. So it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not been a good time for me. It's not, a, it's not a good time in my life. Please respect my privacy during this difficult time. But it's good. It's good. It's good. You got that, 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 that raging energy. We're going to need it to, 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 to offset my fucking sleepiness. <laughs> <coughs> And as I mentioned, this is a Valentine's Day edition, so we're going to bring to you two tales of love and death. Um, And I'm going to start it off, obviously, with my pick, and that is 2001's Valentine. Uh, This uh, this one, I want to say, is a peculiar one. Uh, That's fair. It's peculiar in a way because uh, it's... When it came out, it obviously came out in the post Scream era, um, and it, it, it actually it, came out in the weirdest time because it came out like right post Scream, but like right before we ended up with like all the Japanese remakes and stuff. So it's like and like Freddy versus Jason and all that. It's like it's the weirdest, most awkward period in like torture porn. It's like the most weird, awkward period of two thousand one, where it's just like we're about to be into the next era. We're just at the end of the like last era. Yeah, here is this awkward film. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it's like right at the 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 tail end of the 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 slasher movie revival, of course, the post scream era. But the funny thing is that it very much looks like uh, your typical uh, scream ripoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, if you look at that uh, original poster art, you know, what I'm saying it it looks straight up like screamish. Um, it's got that uh, real good-looking cast, you know, made up of TV stars and and all that things. And if you watch the movie, it's really not a scream ripoff at all. It's it's actually like almost a preem scream uh, a slasher movie. Yes it, like, and no. I mean, it definitely still has like a lot of the scream like hallmarks of like let's do like a slasher film that's also who done it. That's also like. A lot of pretty people with really gorgeously shot kills, and like there's a, there's a lot of screams DNA in there. But yeah, no, it definitely has a vibe that's more '80s than like it's actually kind of like as, as much as it's um like its release time was kind of in an awkward stage. Its kind of tone is kind of in an awkward stage where like it wants to be '80s, but also wants to be '90s, and it's just like yeah, yeah and it came out in 2001, so it's like there's this weird thing going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Definitely, it's like the this the script, uh, which, funny enough, was written by four people, and uh, I'm still uh, just I, I can't understand why it took four people to write this. Um, <laughs> when, when it could have took it could have took some guy in the '80s a, a weekend to write this. Um, well, I mean, cocaine was less plentiful in the '90s, Rob, in the early 2000s. That is true. Um, like it, it definitely has like just watching it it's just uh because i i definitely had to rewatch this because i haven't seen it in a while um i remember uh seeing it in theaters when it first came out I actually cut school to go see it and I, w- I was one of like uh four people in the theater and uh it was me by myself uh a couple 
and some guy and uh the 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 boyfriend got into it with the guy and like like they, they was about to start fighting in the in the middle of the fucking movie in the theater and i'm like go outside with that shit please i'm, I'm trying to watch the movie and I'm, you know whatever you fuck going outside. on what the fuck's the matter with you exactly. yeah exactly exactly but um yeah i hadn't seen this in a while so it's just like like I, obviously, we announced uh, in our last episode we were doing our our, our screamathon, but then it was like, oh yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up, and we definitely wanted to take advantage of that. Um, so it's like, yeah, let's 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 squeeze in uh, Valentine because um, I mean it works anyway because like like we stated, it's in that uh, post scream era where this was released, so it 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 works, it works, it works. Um, but I was like, I, I was rewatching it, and I'm just like, yeah, like this is not like. I mean, I know you said it features all those hallmarks, but I'm just like, eh, this definitely wants to be like a pre-scream slasher. You know what I'm saying? It definitely has like, it's it's more like um, uh, well, I won't say what, but uh, it's definitely. To me, a better version than a, a a slasher movie remake that Patrick is a big fan of. Um, I, that could be more than one thing, but if you're talking about what I think that you're talking about, I'm gonna fucking kill you, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you probably got it. Um, you know, what I'm saying like you know, pretty girls uh, being mean and getting murdered. Um, which okay, that essential. one I'm not gonna kill you. That one I I do enjoy it, and we are doing it. Because if we're doing Valentine, we're fucking doing it. But I'm not going to argue that it's like great cinema or anything. I just enjoy it. It's just a better version of of, of that type of movie. I, I mean, I think they're both. I like them both for what they are. I mean, because like, it's. I mean, okay. The whole thing. I mean, because if we're really breaking it down, like as we said, it's very like 80s style. Because it's like every fucking 80s slasher kind of like rolled up into a ball and kind of like thrown like there and then you kind of like rolled it in like the scream whatever before you served it so it's like there is definitely like elements of like because you're talking about you're talking about sorority row but like there's elements of house on sorority row there's like how there's elements like basically any slasher film where the cast is mostly female like there is there's like bits of that DNA in Valentine. Like, so you can't necessarily point to anything in particular, I feel like, and be like, oh, it's doing I'm like, cause it's just kind of like, even like to some extent, to a very small extent, um, like Black Christmas, like there's a little bit not of that in the DNA. Like there's like, it just, there's like, there's like so much shit in it. that's just like, I feel like you can't point to anything specific. Yeah. You know, um, the, the the thing that the, the, I don't want to say too much about Sorority Row since we were definitely going to talk about it, but um, I remember I was discussing it with you when I when I finally watched it because I only watched Sorority Row um for the first time last year, do um, and um, the the the, the thing that uh, I I was um. I won't say bothered by, but like I noticed with Sorority Row was that the it's it has like a uh like a combat of tones where it's like uh 
you know, it the, the script knows it's a it's a sleazy slasher, but like the director's trying to take it a little bit too seriously. Um, whereas Jamie Blanks here knows he's making uh, a, a trashy slasher movie and makes exactly that. So it's like there's there's there, there's no point where it's just like, oh, he's trying to make a serious movie here. He's like, no, he's no, he's making uh, slasher trash, and it's 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 perfectly fine. You know what I'm saying? Like. You you got Denise Richards doing her uh, horn dog shit. Um, you got the great Marley Shelton in there. Uh, Jessica Caulfield in there. One thing that's funny is like I I actually hadn't seen it until the 20th anniversary, like two years ago, because um, uh, I when it first came out, I was just like I could not have been like less interested because I like Urban Legend. But they were like, he's doing another movie. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I just, I don't, I don't care. And then like, um, like I don't, I, it's like, I didn't even see uh, Urban Legend uh, Final Cut, the second one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't even see that until last year either. And I think that was because of you, um, which is actually, it's fine. But I was just like, I feel like I got everything I needed from the, like, the first movie that I don't necessarily need more. <laughs> so it was like, it's like, but everybody was like, when Valentine, everybody was like, suddenly like, oh, it's really good. Like it has like a vibe of like 80s, like slasher. And I'm like, all right, so I'll watch it. And I did, and it does. Like, I, it's definitely like it's funny because, like, it as you were kind of alluding to, like, the vibe of it is actually I think its biggest selling point because, like, it has like the vibe of like the kind of campiness, but it being intentional. Whereas, yeah. like, so it has that feeling of like an '80s, like, well, I was gonna say '80s slasher, '80s movie. Like, there's a lot that are like this. It's not just. It, resigned to the slasher genre or even the horror genre um where it has a kind of a campy vibe but like they're clearly going for it like it's not like it's like happening by accident or like right. because we've like had time to look back on it like oh look at the silliness of this like it's like no he was going for that he was he was aiming for that and as i actually think that's actually kind of why even though i do like urban legend better i do think this kind of got unnecessarily shit on because people didn't get that like because i do think that thing is like it has a different vibe than definitely you were expecting i feel like at that point um but really i think even if it was released in the wake of all the remakes i think it would have stood out as being weird because it's actually trying to be silly and campy and fun and not just getting there by accident. And I think it's actually its greatest strength. Plus, I do think um, the cast is fucking insane. Because you're putting out the girls in the cast, which is fine. But, like, I still love that, like, you have Angel. Yeah. Um, you have um, AJ from Empire Records um, playing the sleaziest dude well, the cop might be sleazier. It's 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 weird that I have to like decide which is the sleaziest character in this film. No, no, let let let's 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 be clear. Let's let's be clear. Everybody except Marley Shelton is is fucking trash in this movie. <laughs> That's fair. Um, and um, the guy that was the bad guy from Van Wilder, um, mm -hmm. also sleazebag. <laughs> yeah. Like, I couldn't place him like the longest time. I watched the movie and I'm like, why do I know that fucking guy? And then, like, I looked up his credits, and I was like, oh, the douchebag from Van Wilder. That tracks. I was like, okay, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, no, like, I do think, yeah, the, 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 it's like, it's the most weird fucking cast when you're looking at it now of, like, actually, I mean, especially of this era, because it's just, like, 
yes, this is this is absolutely something Denise Richards would do. I'm not going to argue that her being in this movie is a surprise. Um, not even like Catherine Heigl, for that matter, uh, even though she's only kind of in the opening scene. Um, but the fact that like Angel did it is still weird to me because like I mean I don't know maybe he wasn't being offered movies after he did the Crow Wicked Prayer, um, which I mean if that's the case I understand. Um, but uh, but no, like just like the weird like people that were drawn to this that it was just like, hey, we're doing an '80s style slasher movie. Do you want to be in it? And the number of people that were like, fuck yes, I don't understand it, but I'm into it. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah, it, it it is it is it is great that um, uh, Denise Richards I think probably gives the best performance in here. Um, Mainly because like she she's uh, playing it up like this kind of her, her character is Paige who's basically the horn dog of uh, um, the 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 group of girls in there because there's uh, there's Paige there's Kate which is Marley Shelton there's Dorothy which is um, Jessica Capshaw um, then there's uh, Lily who's a Jessica Caulfield. Um, and then there's Catherine Heigl, uh, but Catherine Heigl, for like <laughs> two yeah, minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, they, they get her the fuck out of there real fast, which is, um, I, I think, uh, purposefully because, uh, she was doing Roswell, uh, at that time oh. and shit. Yeah. And she, you know, that was, that was like basically, uh, as long as her schedule could, could have her, let her do. Um, also, uh, I was reading about it and, uh, apparently she hates this movie. <laughs> that's not that surprising honestly like i mean she's also the same woman who is like talks about knocked up which is probably the movie that's going to be the thing that she's remembered for in terms of her film career so like whatever yeah yeah she, uh, apparently uh she 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 wanted to to do a movie in in between uh her working on roswell and she only read her scenes and was like yeah i'm in i'm out uh, i'm good give me my movie check and then she saw the rest of the movie and was like, yeah, I shouldn't have did this. And I was like, uh, Catherine Heigl, this is probably one of your better movies. Um, so uh, I That would... is such a low bar, but yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I would um, relax, dear. But um, that's neither here nor there at this point. Um, but yeah, they get her the fuck out of there real fast. But um Okay, I, I, I guess we should uh, mention the plot of this movie because uh, w- w- another thing I like about this movie is that it, it does my favorite thing, the three-act structure, um, where, uh, like I said, you, you set up the killer, um, you set up, like, his, his backstory, and, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's essentially, like, the, the beginning of the movie, uh, we're introduced to all these characters when they're very young, uh, at a junior high school uh, Valentine's Day dance, where um, uh, our our main villain of the piece, uh, Jeremy Melton, I I, I did. Uh, you can't see it, but uh, <laughs> I did. I did air quotes when I called him the villain because I'm about to explain why. Uh, he's asking a group of girls to dance. I mean, like uh, each of them separately, and they all turn him down. Uh, I well, like say, actually, the way they turn him down is actually all very interestingly character. Like it, it forms that character, each yeah. of them, very very specifically, very early on, which I think is really cool. Where it's like, um, where even like like Marley Shelton like turns him down, but she's very nice about it. Like, yes. 
Paige is like a piece of shit. <laughs> like it's just like so it's like and then like uh Dorothy is just like, well, all right. But then when she actually gets caught, it's just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like it's just like so it's like it kind of informs all of their characters like on a path. But it's not even like the, those like because you get most of the movie is them as like their adult, obviously yeah. versions of themselves. But you learn all you need to know about them in the first like ten minutes of the movie from that little opening scene. Yeah, yeah. Also, uh, it, it leads into um, everything leads into exactly what what happens to them uh, later. Uh, where uh, Paige says um, when when he asks her to dance, she says, uh, "I'd rather be boiled alive," which is what what kind of fucking happens to her. I was like, kind of. Uh, <laughs> like, I, I remember her getting boiled alive, then I watched it again. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> like, she just kind of gets drilled a lot. Well, she's in a hot tub and then bleeds out, probably. But, okay, let's go with that. No, no, no. Remember, he throws the, the, the oh, drill yeah, yeah. into the water and electrocutes yeah, there was her. A, so. that, it's, it's a really long death scene. I completely forgot that part of it. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, so so she 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 kind of sort of gets uh, boiled alive, more el- el- electrocuted to death. Um, Lily says, ill. To, to Jeremy, and then uh, he, she's the one that gets served the 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 heart full of chocolates that has maggots in it. Yeah, yeah, that's a thing that happens. <laughs> and, and then uh, he hits her with like eighty-seven arrows, and then drops her into a fucking uh, dumpster. So there's her ill right there. Um, what was it? The fucking uh, uh, uh what the fuck? What is it that uh, um? Damn, I forgot Catherine Heigl's name already. I don't remember her character name either. Shelly, Shelly. It was Shelly. It was Shelly. She's been with me for like five minutes. I did not learn her name. Yeah, I forget. I forget what she says to him, but um, she 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 has. Uh, I I think like um, one one of the one of the 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 cooler deaths and shit where it's like uh, she gets caught hiding because she's she's uh, studying to be a doctor, and uh, I didn't know that uh, they allow you to fucking uh. Fucking work on cadavers like after hours and shit in the morgue, because uh, she's in there like she has a, a like a bad date when we're when we're reintroduced to her as an adult, and uh, she goes directly from that to fucking just uh, working on cadavers in a morgue, and then uh, well, the killer you see, shows Rob, up. She's very hot, so like she gets what she wants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's the point. So uh, <laughs> she gets cha- she gets chased by the killer and um. She tries to hide out in a in a body bag, which I guess is perfect because he finds her in there, slits her fucking throat, and then leaves her in there. So it's just like, hey, you didn't have to go far, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and then uh, Dorothy though is like, um, is is the one that's probably like uh the the, the one that gets the uh, the most elaborate um uh, revenge plot. Um, because she's the one that gets framed to be the killer. Um, yeah, that's the one thing that I like that drives me to the movies. Like, I literally, I've, like, I've, I've only watched it twice, but like, um, I was like, I was pretty sure that David Boreanaz was a killer even before I watched it the first time. I remember seeing, oh, yeah, somebody yeah. saying something. Um, and then like, they do the reveal of like Dorothy, and I'm like, oh, okay, maybe not. And then they do like the reveal after the reveal that it's actually David Boreanaz, and I was like, Okay, that's unnecessarily confusing, but all right, that's fine. And then, like, I was watching it again the other day, and I'm just like, 
is David Boreanaz not the killer? Am I remembering this wrong? And then like, yeah, like they do it again. I'm like, God damn it. This is unnecessarily confusing. Like, just give me one goddamn reveal. I don't need to reveal within a reveal. This is bullshit. Yeah, but it, uh, no, I actually, I actually like that. But it, like, it's weird too, because I was thinking about it as I was rewatching it. And I was like, um, the, the way they did it is, is kind of like, it's, it's climactic, but it's anticlimactic, but it works. Yeah. yeah. Um, because like like we we've seen enough of of these movies to know that uh, when so, when something like this happens, um, like like we're we're like, I mean I, I it's it's obvious David Boreanaz is the killer. Let's 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 not split fucking hairs here. Um, spo- spoilers for this uh, twenty what was it twenty two year old movie, yes. <laughs> um, but it's it, it's fucking obvious. Like I, I was in the theater like it's 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 fucking Angel. Is let's let's you know let's let's not just you know so um but then like it's revealed that uh like you know when they pulled a mask off of a uh, um the the killer which is um i i think is a pretty fucking awesome look for a killer in a film yeah. um they they give him uh the cupid mask which was uh designed by uh made by a uh, and b um they the i mean obviously the uh, the you can't tell uh, if they did the makeup effects because this movie actually was kind of butchered. Um, so, like, you, you you see some violent stuff, but it's not particularly gory, but that's fine with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't need lots of blood and gore. But um, I know that there, there's a lot of uh, gory footage that was left on the cutting room floor. But um, they, they pull the mask off, and it's revealed to be Dorothy, and it's just like, oh, um, okay. Um, I still think it's David Boreanaz, and then it's revealed like, <laughs> like they like I, you, you got to give it to. They must have known that nobody was going to buy that because after it's, they they pull the mask off and it shows it's Dorothy, like it literally ends like ninety seconds later, where we get the reveal that it's David Boreanaz, and it's like they must have known that nobody was going to buy that shit that it's her because it literally they just tell you it's fucking David Boreanaz like fucking like uh, almost two minutes later and shit, and then the movie ends. But like it's weird because. Well, the thing um, I think it's funny though is that they established the whole thing of like the nosebleeds, where it's like, um, like Jerry Melton has the nosebleed, and every yeah. time the killer is has the cube mask on, he has the nosebleeds. Um, <laughs> but you never actually see David Boreanaz's character have a nosebleed until the very, very end. Yeah, so yeah. I was like, so apparently this motherfucker can't go four seconds without a nosebleed. Except for all those times that he did. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, such a weird thing. But like, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I actually, I actually do do like that. Um, it's a cool well, visual. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's just like it's funny how like that's your whole thing where it's just like you want to keep him as a red herring, but it like technically kind of contradicts what you're doing. <laughs> where it's just like apparently this person just can't go for seconds with their nose bleeding, except for all the times they do. <laughs> I think I think it's just when he's in a highly emotional state. Um, th- he starts bleeding from the nose, and uh, I, I my my guess is that he's he's finally getting revenge on. The, 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 these girls who like fucking um like really just ruined his life and shit because um after Dorothy accuses him of being a pervert and attacking her uh he gets expelled from the school and then sent to a reform home and 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 juvie and all that shit and just like you know um I mean so to be he... fair to say the girls ruined his life <laughs> like I mean I'm not like I have been, like, rejected by a lot of girls in my time. I did not go off and murder them. So, like, 
I can't say that like they necessarily ruined his life by just being teenage girls. Like that seems unfair. No, I like yeah, like it, it's it's not so much the the group and more just uh, Dorothy herself of of her accusation, which led to him getting uh beat up right in the middle of the fucking dance. Like they pour a punch on him and then they strip him naked and then they beat him right up in the middle of the fucking dance floor. Um, I always wondered why he didn't fucking kill the boys who beat him up, but apparently the yeah. it was it was it was cut out that uh, they're they're actually already dead by the time the um the the main uh point of uh, story of this movie begins, like when he starts murdering the girls because he's already murdered them, but uh, they just cut that out for some reason. Like I would have left that in because it's just like why we. I mean that's a slasher movie thing anyway because you look at the. Uh, a lot of slasher movies, and you just wonder, like, 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 I'm thinking Friday Five, where, um, uh, spoilers, Roy, uh, murders all the kids in the fucking home and shit. It's like, why didn't he murder, uh, fucking, uh, uh, Victor and shit? Who's the one that actually murdered Joey? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the one who killed your son. Like, they actually did nothing and shit, but you murdered them and not Victor. Um, so it's just like, but in this case, um, it's not in the movie itself and shit, but according to the director, there all the boys that beat him up are actually already dead. So there's that, you know, just put putting that out there. But um, I mean, them, I'm them, I'm more inclined to let him just kill because, <laughs> like, fuck those dudes, like, like wh- who who does like that was such overkill, like Jesus Christ, like even like. Fuck. Like, I can't imagine any state where it'd be like, yeah, it's fine. Like, that you get, like, because, like, I was just like, okay, I don't remember, I don't remember dances super well when I was a kid, but I was like, I do find it odd, because I remember there being chaperones that nobody at any point stepped in. <laughs> it was just like, the punch bowl, I feel like right there is enough to be like, hey, what the fuck are you guys doing? Get the fuck out of here. But no, they allowed him to, like, be, like, stripped and humiliated and beaten <laughs> just like nah it's fine apparently <laughs> like whatever boys will be boys yeah that is true that that is definitely true like that shit went off for way too long um <laughs> I, I guess apparently the the chaperones didn't like him either um <laughs> so like w- w- what can you do <laughs> fuck that kid <laughs> yeah yeah you know what i'm saying but like yeah like uh he comes back i guess he got um well, it's it's implied that he got plastic surgery, um, so he could look like David Boreanaz. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 and uh, you know, and then came back and you know concocted this whole revenge plot while also um, uh, uh, getting with uh, Kate because she was the only one who was nice to him, even in her rejection. She said, "Oh, maybe later," you know, and then like you know, he never forgot that. Um, which 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 uh, uh works out for me, you know. Say I like that, you know. what I'm saying that, but it, it has this weird thing that it does, where um, uh, I, I was just thinking about it too because I was watching another film was um as a film I I eventually want to cover on the show, where uh apparent like where in movies like slasher movies and shit where it's like there's like only a few amount of characters left and it's like a whodunit that um one of the red herring characters will start acting creepily like the killer for no apparent reason to make you think like they're the fucking killer. So, so it's like basically telling us, Oh, like this person is obviously not the killer. It's, it's somebody else. Um, 
And but like it's funny too, is because it's David Boreanaz doing that, but it's revealed that he actually is the killer. So you basically get your climactic chase. <coughs> but um it's weird too, but like you get it before he's revealed to actually be the killer. So it kind of has like that weird thing going on and shit where it's just like, okay, like he's like he's still in red herring mode. Like and he's doing that thing where it's just like, oh, like, oh, like he's pretending obviously pretending to be the killer and shit to throw us off. But he actually is the killer, so we're essentially getting our chase. Um, and then like you get your big reveal, and then it's not not the case and shit. And then you get your big, big reveal, like right before uh it cuts the black and all that shit. And I'm just like, This 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 movie this movie's cool, like how it handles it's like it like it's weird shit where it's just like trying to not to fucking um do this like it's trying to do like things that 80 slashers do but like trying to do it in a way that's was like they're not fucking obvious which which i appreciate um because because there's a lot of fucking red herring characters in here too like uh, like all the the men in here I mean, basically like, every like, male character is a red herring yeah yeah like they're all fucking scumbags you know that shit you know what i'm saying um like like the the fucking dude that uh, was the Jason that uh, Catherine Heigl uh, Shelley yeah. she has her yeah. date with, um, and he's an asshole. And then he shows up later in the in the movie, like during the big art show, and like he he gives him like an evil look for no reason. <laughs> like like he's like there he's doing this high, and then he just looks evil, and then he walks off, and then we never see him again. And then it's like, okay, like. Uh, I, I mean, obviously, he's not the killer. You know what I'm saying? Because like <laughs> he just hates women. Just... It's fine. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then there's um, was it Campbell, which is a uh, Dorothy's boyfriend, uh, which which we know is the douchebag from Van Wilder, who who uh, famously uh, shit in a trash receptacle, um, or diarrhea in a trash receptacle, um, in in, in that movie. Still counts as shitting, but all right. <laughs> You know, like explosive diarrhea, <laughs> violent explosive diarrhea. <laughs> but um, like yeah, like um, like I, I like it sets them all up as like red herrings and like no, they're just piece of shit men. <laughs> like like, no, like, just, like well yeah, and also like I I still think it's funny. Like I mean honestly, maybe the best actor of the bunch is uh, AJ from Empire Records. I don't know his real name. Um, but uh, because he actually makes me believe that he's a scumbag, even though in Empire Records he's the most adorable man in the world. So it's like, wow, look at you, look at the range that you have, sir. Like, because even Boreanaz doesn't have this kind of range. He's the fucking lead of this goddamn movie in a lot of ways. Like, why didn't they give you a bigger part? Uh huh. Yeah, and, and it's weird too because uh, like he yeah, he is essentially the lead, even though like he has like what four or five scenes in the entire fucking movie because he was only I mean, on I guess set... technically Marley Shelton is the lead. I guess technically yeah. her character is essentially the lead. Like, she's, like, the final girl. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I was just, like... I feel like the biggest star was probably Morianus, Um, which I don't know if that's saying anything. Like, but, like... Because, I mean, he was, he was Angel, but I don't know that, like... I mean, that many people cared. Like, mostly Josh Whedon stuff is pretty cult. But, I mean, I guess he was the most famous dude in the movie, at least. yeah. I, I would say a couple with him and uh, Denise Richards, because yeah. uh, you know she already had Starship Troopers and uh, Wild Things, and um, oh yeah, and uh, uh, the world is not enough under her belt. Yeah. So yeah. um, 
Yeah, you could you could say like like him coupled with her. Like she was probably the 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 biggest uh star on on the set. Um but like yeah, like Boreanis was only on set for 10 days. Well, so I, I'm like, assuming he was still shooting Angel at that point. Yeah, he, yeah, he was. Um which uh kind of fucked him up because since uh, like he's playing the killer, he actually wanted to wear the 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 killer outfit like he actually wanted to portray the killer but it, his schedule just made it impossible for that to happen so uh he couldn't do it but shout out to him for actually wanting to go full throttle with as playing the slasher and shit like you know he actually wanted to be under the mask um it's just it's like it's 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 a standard structure but it's weird still like this movie which is like if, if I, i'm fucking endeared to uh, because of that, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, it like it does all these weird things. Like, for instance, like uh, Dorothy like is really going hard for this Campbell dude, even though like he's a scumbag who's basically after her trust fund, and she, and she gets warned about that by by uh, another female, uh, Ruthie, uh, who's like, no, he fucking took took my money and shit, and then disappeared on me. And Dorothy's just like, ah, whatever, you know, like, oh, you're just hating on me, you know what I'm saying? Because I got a good looking guy, and it's like. You have all these red flags right in front of your face, honey. Um, but uh, I, I like that moment where, uh, uh, where does she, she like for Valentine's Day she gets him a nice expensive watch, and then like it goes into like they they're about to make love and all that shit, and then it just cuts to them fucking in bed and shit. And obviously he couldn't perform, you know what I'm saying? Because they just sitting there like awkward, like they got that awkward f- face on and shit. I mean, obviously, it makes sense and shit because he's not really attracted to her. He's attracted to her money and shit. You know what I'm saying? So he really doesn't want to fuck and shit. But like, you know, what I'm saying he kind of had to oblige and shit, and then kind of just fucked it up, you know, say so speak when when it came down to it. And she was just like, and then like that the the worst thing you can hear like it's all right, don't worry about it. And it's just like whatever, <laughs> you know, say kind of thing. And then uh, uh, he turns around and gives her a necklace, which she finds out later that that was stolen from Ruthie. And she says, that's my necklace. He stole that from me. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, uh, it, it leads to... Uh, I mean, I'm guessing this moment was put out there to, like, to try to make Dorothy... like So when it's, you know they do that reveal and it shows that, like, oh, she was the killer... Uh, where she she kind of has that she gives that rant about like uh, oh I was the fat girl and you were the popular one, and and you were the sexy one and you were the funny one and you were the smart one and like y'all just jealous of me because you know I got a man who's smart and good looking and you know fuck all you bitches I'm out of here. <laughs> and then it's like, but that's that's not enough to make me buy that you know what I'm saying so it's just like when when it's revealed and shit I'm like yeah I don't buy that shit at all. That this woman was going around killing everyone. Like, there's even, they try to even have a theory that maybe, like, <coughs> excuse me, that um, her and uh, Adam, who's really Jeremy, the David Boreanaz character, um, were kind of like both the killers, but like working separately from each other. And it's like, that's a reach. Yeah, like, that's a real fucking, and that's like, well, I guess it's like, it's probably like the fucking, um, like the, <laughs> like brainworms caused by Scream, where it's just like, well, there has to be two killers. No, there doesn't. Like most of the time, literally the only ones that I can think of off the top of my head 
though the, the slasher is actually like more than one person generally is Ghostface. Like that's a it's a unique situation. Every other fucking slash movie you've ever seen, it's always just one singular person, either wearing a mask or in Freddy's case, like horribly burned, whatever. But they're always like the one singular person. It's like so. It's like if you're trying to say like they were work, no, they fucking work. Why would they work together? It wouldn't even make sense from a character like motivation standpoint. Like why would they work together? Like they have no reason to work together. Right, right, right. Like uh, they, they, they wouldn't work together at all because um, we know that uh, uh, Jeremy hates Dorothy the most. You know and I'm saying like, like it even, it even, uh, like if if you watch the movie like after the like after the big review and like you know everything, you know Boreanaz is a killer. You start to notice certain things, like when uh, like because Dorothy has a big party, which is of course the third act bloodbath, um. And when he shows up and he's like, he's talking to Kate and then Dorothy's sitting there getting drunk because Campbell hasn't shown up yet, you know, because he's dead. Um, uh, you can see like, like subtle, like, um, like things that Boreanaz does in this performance shows that he's actually irritated by Dorothy's presence. Like, you know, when he shows up, you know, she's like, oh, hey, Adam. He's like, hey, Dorothy, nice party. But like the way he says it is just like, you could tell he's like, angered by just her being there and he's like and i do like that moment too because uh he's like nice party and she goes it blows <laughs> well i also do like um in his performance like where it's like there's always like the conflict because like he even before they reveal like the whole thing of him being um jerry melton and whatever because yeah, i do think it's funny about the movie in general is um they introduce. I mean, like once you watch it, it obviously all makes sense. Like they introduce Jerry Melton, and then nothing. Like the longest time, like, people are still getting offed, and there is just nothing about this motherfucker until he starts like signing the cards. Like it's like, you have no fucking idea. Like there's just like there's no connection seemingly to the beginning of the movie at all for the longest time. Yeah. Um, but the way that they do uh, have portray that character of the Adam character is like he's like an attempting to be recovering alcoholic. Um, and like when you, because it's speaking to, it's basically to your point of like, um, like things that you notice later on is, is like, yeah, probably a big part of the reason that he was a fucking alcoholic was because of the traumatic incident that he experienced and like self-medicating. So it's like, that is actually interesting in retrospect to watch when you're watching it again. Of like, oh, that's why he's that way. And that's why, like, when he does drink, um, the kind of the mask slips and he gets like you start to see like the rage come out. And yeah. I think, like that's the whole thing of like Molly Shelton's character tells him, like, why she like was only kind of they were basically broken up at the beginning of the movie was basically cause like when he drinks, he gets like really like mean and everything. I'm like, yeah, cause that's <laughs> his real self like slipping out, like beyond like the, the the mask is slipping, like Patrick Bateman. Like he's just like yeah, yeah. he's becoming his self. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, and then like he like he's he's recovering alcoholic, but then like at the party, he just, she busts him drinking. And like I I took that as uh oh he's drinking because it's all coming to plan and he's basically celebrating. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna get all these fucking bitches, you know what I'm saying? It's gonna be it's gonna be good, it's gonna be great. They're all gonna burn in hell. So he decides <laughs> to have a he he decides to have a celebratory drink and shit, and then he just got busted. 
And then, like, yeah, like, you know, and then when you realize, like, you know, when they do actually have the chasing, he's chasing her through the house, you realize, like, yeah, like, like he's drunk, so it's basically his, his anger's coming out, you know what I'm saying? The truth is coming out, because they say, like, you know, you tell the truth when you're drunk. Um, so, like, this is, all, this is all fucking coming out and shit, you know what I'm saying? It's like, he's like, oh, I love you, Kate. I always have. And then you realize, oh, it's because you remember she was the one who was even through her rejection, she was the one who was nice to him. So that's why he's yeah. always loved her. He's never had a problem with Kate. You know what I'm saying? But uh uh like the mother ones and shit, like uh yeah, they're 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 going to get it. Like Dorth Dorothy and it makes sense like that he frames Dorothy because Dorothy framed him, you know what I'm saying, as as being you an know, attacker. That, that, so the best thing is like, yeah, as, as we were saying at the beginning, like it's like the way they kind of like again, like things that you notice afterwards, where it's like yeah. um they kind of we granted the uh boil life thing if you had seen the trailer you kind of knew how that was gonna end up but like yeah. in pretty much all of their cases it like it because it not only informs their characters but it informs their deaths or at least their like um ultimate fates i guess um because yeah. like all of them it all like it basically the movie is kind of like it almost uh, like it's like a like it's almost like a time loop kind of a thing where it's like at the very at the very end of it you're kind of where you were at the beginning because everybody is now dead <laughs> Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it, it works. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it works for me. Did this movie and shit. So it was like, I mean, you, I guess you could you could, you could blame it on the fact that um, the, the 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 slasher movie revival had run its course by this time um, a lot quicker. Yes than and the... no. Like I mean, is it did? I mean, like okay. I guess the best way to put it would be that the Scream ripoffs had run their course. Um, because you can only rip that off and try to like pass it off its own thing so many ways. Yeah. But I feel like the fact that we ended up with, um, like literally within a matter of, like I think, two years, we had Freddy vs. Jason come out. And then the fucking damn of... I think also also 2003 was um, the Textinsaw remake, which then mm-hmm. like that fucking opened a fucking dam where they fucking like, re- like they remade fucking everything many of which were slasher movies. So clearly the appetite for slashers was still there. It was a matter of people didn't necessarily want to keep seeing Scream ripoffs at that point, which I don't blame them. Because like I was saying, like, for me, who is like a huge fan of this shit, was like, when they were doing it, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Like, I just don't care at all. Like, I was like, I have no interest in this movie. And like, it looks kind of like, the, I, I did think the killer, like the look of the killer was interesting, like based on the trailers and stuff, that, that, that was cool. But I was like, I don't fucking care. And then um, it wasn't until, as I said, a couple of years ago when they were like, basically there was the, as you've talked about, where there's like every, like every like handful of years, like there's the X movie is good actually, reappraisal yeah, yeah, yeah. comes out. And that kind of happened with Valentine in like 2001, the 20th anniversary. And I was like, fuck it, fine. And so I watched it. I was like, okay, okay. Like I was like, I wouldn't say it's like, it's it's like a classic or anything, but I was like, I definitely get why people like this. So it's like, but it's like at, at that point, I definitely get why people had no interest. Like my general audience had no interest. It was like it was the weirdest awkward period in like horror, where it was just like we've done all we can by ripping off Scream. So it's like, but horror movies are generally still making money. So what can we do? And then it's like by pure happenstance, fucking Freddy versus Jason finally got off the ground for like two fucking decades of trying to make it happen and then at the same time 
like the Texas Chainsaw remake, like the fucking rights came up for Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So it was just like, oh, we can do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like we can remake it and blah, blah. And then a fucking dam broke where it was like all the horror, which was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that, okay, it wasn't all awesome. But like there was quite a bit of awesome shit that happened because of that. So like I can never shit talk that era because it was fucking glorious. Like we would not have gotten like, for instance, like Land of the Dead because Romero tried to get that done for years and they were like, nah. And then it was like, because horror became like huge again, it was like, yeah, Romero, whatever the fuck you want to do, man. So it's like, yeah. that one time came out in the most awkward time, but also kind of like the only time it could have. Like, you know, even if you release it, like, let's say like, let's say instead of Urban Legend, this came out, I still feel like it would have been weird. Like it would have been a weird entry that would have confused the bucket of people regardless. I mean, it would have been more successful financially, but I still think it would have been, if you had the exact same, if you made the exact same movie and you released it then, people would have been equally flabbergasted by it. No, yeah, I feel that. And like, you know, and I think that the the marketing make it seem like it was just another screen ripoff is, is what hurt it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's not really, you know what I'm saying? That it, it's essentially a, a slasher movie that a fucking scream was talking about. You know what I'm saying? Just, uh, they, they they took it in like spit shine like fucking some screen polish on it to make it look like a screen movie but it's actually just a, you know and, and I mean this in the best way like a standard slasher you know what I'm saying and like you know and I enjoy it as such you know what I'm saying like I, I enjoy it purely as such you know what I'm saying like I, I don't have any like reservations about it looking at it as like oh it failed in this regard and shit because it's it's not trying to be like a screen movie at all like you know what I'm saying they just made it look like one but it's really just you know fucking doing what the 80s like was was uh doing with slasher films and uh i i really fucking enjoy it like that like you know just purely as just being like you know just you know your basic slasher and you know it's fun and and it has it has a great cast and shit and um i i, I love how like all the all the men are pieces of shit all the women are uh, terrible. Uh, well, except for Marley Shelton. Marley Shelton. Except for like, Marley Shelton. Mar, Mar, like the, the 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 this movie's um this movie's like whole point. Marley Shelton is great. You know what I'm saying? She she Marley she's Shelton an angel. deserves the world. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, all praise due to Marley Shelton. You know what I'm saying? And that's that. Who ended Every- up in the Scream franchise? So like, there you go. <laughs> I know, and she was great in that too, and shit. Marlon Shelton is just fucking great. Period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the all praise due to Marley Shelton. You know what I'm saying? That's basically yeah. this movie's point. Everybody sucks <laughs> except Marley Shelton. That's this well, point. I mean, yes, but like, I mean, the only thing is, like, I also feel like the thing with Marley Shelton is like, she had kind of the weird thing that I talked about before, where it's like, um, in the '90s into like now. Um, where basically, like, you don't get to do, like, you don't get to misstep in your career. Like, you literally, yeah. like, if you do something, you just, you're just fucked. Um, if you do something that isn't successful, like, commercially and artistically, and, like, it's just, if, if, if it's not, like, a fucking home run every time, you're just fucked. And, yeah. like, it is a bummer in many cases, because, like, I do think uh, Marley Shelton is actually better than she gets credit for being, because I think that she's good in this um i mean she's good in like sin city like she's like she can play diverse roles like in like scream four and scream five like she has like 
and a, a certain thing, but she never got to be like a like. It's weird that like, I guess I kind of get it because I, I was vaguely obsessed with uh, Denise Richards at the time, but um, like it is weird that like Denise Richards had like the more like successful career because I'm like, of the people, ah, it's really hard for me to say that like Denise Richards made like I guess. Technically, Denise Richards did make better movies because Wild Things is awesome and Starship Troopers is awesome. But I was like, she's also made a lot of movies that are not awesome. So, like, I don't understand how she managed to, like, continue on with success. But, like, good for her, I guess. But, like, Marley Shelton is really good. And, like, she, like she's really the thing that kind of makes the movie work, ultimately. Because, um, as we kind of just alluded to... Like, pretty much all the characters are unlikable, which isn't necessarily something that I think you can't have. Because um, there are tons of slash movies where I don't give up the slightest fuck about the characters. Um, and I just like like the kills or the vibe or whatever. Um, but, like, those usually aren't the ones that, like, resonate. Um, and the fact that she is, like, the bright spot in a cast full of people who are differing levels of, I mean, they, I mean, that's, but I mean, it's, it's intentional, but like that there are different levels of awful and there's like really no way to connect with it on that level, other than just like watching people murder without her in it. Um, and her tying it all together. I think she deserves credit for why the movie fucking works. I mean, as much as Jamie Blanks does for making the movie, because like without her performance and like her being so believably good and pure, um, I don't know that this movie works the way it does. Like, if you, like, swapped her out for a different actress, I don't know that a movie works without her. Like, even if you had, like, let's say, like, Denise Richards in that part, like, I don't think the movie would have worked at all. Like, I was just like, yeah. I just don't. Like, so it's like, I think that she deserves a lot of fucking credit for this movie. And I'm, yes, and Jamie Blanks as well, because I do think Jamie Blanks, um, it's funny how he was kind of like, um, the whipping boy for, like, years because of this movie. Like, I remember, like, he had posted on, like, Twitter one time, where he was just like basically apologizing for Valentine that we did our best. And then um, people kind of came out of the woodwork and it was like that whole thing of like, I love that movie, blah, blah. And now he kind of gets his flowers. And I'm like, okay, good for that, dude. Like, I wouldn't necessarily say this is like a masterpiece or anything, but I'm glad that he no longer has to feel like he fucking made like birth of a nation for like, <laughs> like, the, right. like the slasher era. So it's like, I mean, I'm happy for him in that respect. Like, so as a whole, I think the movie does like, it definitely, I would I would recommend it. I just would be like walking into it like, I would try to warn people like, it's a fucking weird time. Just know that walking in, it's a weird fucking time. You just have to go with it. Just go with it. Even at the end, you're going to be like, what the fuck just happened? Just go with it. It's fine. <laughs> just It's right there. Also, I was going to mention, I forgot. Um, we had just talked about the House of Wax remake and the Deftones uh, being in it. And this right. had Deftones in it as well. No, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I, I totally didn't notice that because uh, I wasn't into Deftones at, at that time. But uh, I did notice that uh has a Orgy in it and, and their, their song Opticon, which uh, I am a huge, huge fan of. Um, what you call it? Uh, so, so like, shout out, to, shout out to them for having Opticon in it, which uh, I, still, I, I still listen to Opticon to this day. I love that song. But um, going back to what she was saying about the cast real quick, um, this this has this thing where it's like uh, we've talked about before about um, when uh, like uh, I think when we did prom night, 
where you have like uh, like just a group of characters who do something awful and then it, it, it's kind of just uh, uh, you know just basically deflates the tension out of the rest of the movie because you now want these characters to die you know what I'm saying so so there's no tension because like you know like I, I want to see you kill these characters however like um uh, like the movie still tries to make them sympathetic enough, especially Dorothy's character, and she's like the worst one. So it's just like you, you kind of like in a weird way enjoy seeing her get shit on, you know, like like by her dad and his fucking uh, male lord wife, um, uh, her fucking uh, her. Oh <laughs> uh, fucking! Uh... That is the worst man. <laughs> it's probably actually. I mean, the, 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 she does bring that up in the movie. Like, she calls her a male, a male lord of wife know. and shit. What do you call it? Um, and then, like, you know, she's basically being she's basically being robbed blind, you know what I'm saying, by her boyfriend. She doesn't even know it. Um, she doesn't even know his last name and shit. Like, she mentions she's only known him once because she met him at yoga. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, like... Uh, they 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 try to make them sympathetic and like you know with a different cast that probably wouldn't have worked, um. But because the cast is so likable, like you know like Marley Shelton, Denise Richards, Jessica Capshaw, Jessica Caulfield, um, or to a lesser extent, uh, Catherine Heigl because you know she's only in it for five minutes. Yeah 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 yeah. They, like we like we said, they got her the fuck out of there real quick, um. Like, you, you can almost, like, I, I don't know if I was knowingly say I sympathize with them, but I like them enough and shit to where it's just, like, there's there's kind of a bit of tension and shit when they start getting murdered. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just, like, I like them, even though they're shitty. But I like them. I like Denise Richards, even though she's... I mean, she does admit, though, uh, uh, early in the movie when they bring... The first time they bring up Jeremy uh, um, the, between each other, and she's like, oh, we were so horrible to that kid. You know what I'm saying? So, like, there's probably, like, a sliver of, like, uh, empathy within her and shit, but not entirely and shit. So it's just like, okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? She's dead. We don't give a shit. But it's just like, we like her and shit. So it's just like, oh, they killed her and shit, even though she was a terrible person. So it's that's like, kind of the whole, the, the camp of the movie, where it's just like, yeah, like, it's like they, because they, like, She's playing it to the fucking hilt. You can't help but like her. <laughs> like it's just yeah. like, even if you don't like her character, you like you like her performance. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. And shit. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like I, one of the reasons why I appreciate this movie is because it's like it's it's not like 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 aforementioned movie we were talking about earlier where it was just like, oh, like which I'm gonna try to make this a, a serious movie, make serious commentary here. And it's just like, no, I, uh Jimmy Blanks is like, I know I'm making trash. You know what I'm saying? So so let's just let's just do it up, people. Let's just just do it up for all it's worth and shit. And I think they did a great job. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody involved, I think they did an excellent job with this shit. So it's like, you know, it is a bummer when shit like where it just basically became like, uh, for some reason or another, where people were looking at it like this killed uh, the slasher movie revival and shit. And it's just like, yeah, I don't think so. It was just, yeah, it came out. It's like it was kind of on its last legs anyway. Not even the slash movie revival, just the scream ripoffs. It was kind yeah. of on its last legs anyway, because like, like, how many different ways can you kind of try to do the same thing? Like, it's even like, yeah. um, like I remember, um, which we're going to talk about eventually, but like, um, when they were doing, like, I still know you did that summer and stuff. It's just like, there was just like, because 
it's like there's like a very like yes you can do kind of slashers like that are kind of the same could be like really if you boil it down that all kind of goes back to like as we talked about before goes back to like halloween goes back to like psycho whatever um but like since it was such a specific focus in that time of like what they were trying to do i was like there's only so many ways you can take this apart and put it back together and make it into something look that looks different <laughs> that at least it seems different enough um but it's not like in a bad way like, i don't i i think like the thing is like, i do think this works i think urban legend works I think that like the majority of them still work. It's just a matter of it just you can only it's a magic trick you can only do so many times. Like once Scream was done, because Scream died in uh, two thousand because it was Scream three. I mean, it was supposed to be um, yeah. supposed to be the end of Scream, and so that kind of like <laughs> in a lot of ways you'd think was like kind of the signal to be like, okay, we're moving on. But it was just like this movie was kind of like like when the killer comes out like the like the, like, like the end of Carrie like when like the arm comes up or like the end of Friday Thirteenth when Jason pops out of the water like it's just like this is that like this is that movie where it's like it was the glass time like ah and then like and then it was just like and now it's dead like and then that was gone and then it's like gave it a couple of years then it all ramped right the fuck back up and like that was and that was awesome but like in retrospect I think it kind of makes it interesting. Like, it makes it kind of like this interesting curiosity where it's like, this is kind of the last of the Screamer Falls. And like, that's kind of a cool distinction to have, I think. No, yeah, totally, totally, totally. Oh, yeah. Morgan says hi. Hi, Morgan. Hey, Morgan. But, yeah, like, um, I, I, I think uh, Jamie Blanks could, could, could be proud, you know what I'm saying? Like, me out what you just said where people were just like oh you motherfucker you know what i'm saying it's just like i'm sorry you know what i'm saying it's like no don't be sorry sir you made it you made a good film here don't be sorry at all this movie works and um it just came out at the wrong moment um it's like, yeah it's like you said like um i'm, I'm curious that you like you mentioned freddie versus jason and the texas chainsaw massacre remake but you didn't mention uh cabin fever Oh no no! But I'm just saying, in terms of, like as far as like slashers go, like I'm just saying, like because no, like, it, it all ramped up. There was like even before, um, like about, like just horror, like The Ring brought back horror, like um, Cabin Fever, yeah. Um, like there was like a bunch of shit. It just like it was like, kind of like the era that we're in now. That's why I think we're ramping it back up again because it's like right now we have a bunch of shit that is not at all similar. Like there's like Smile, there's Terrifier Two, there's like whatever. Yeah. Like, there's all this shit that's kind of randomly popping up and hitting like barbarian like whatever and it's like no there's nothing really connective about them they just happen to be horror movies and they're just kind of all just popping up here and there and everywhere and so it's like that was kind of the, that era but i'm just saying as far as slashers go i feel like the ones that kind of brought back the slasher were freddy versus jason and um Texas chainsaw coming out like within like a matter of months of each other um in 2003 that kind of brought back brought yeah. it all back because it, like it kind of had run its course but like definitely there was a lot of like really cool interesting horror shit that happened in the early 2000s i am in no way eliminating any of those films no i feel that i feel that it's just like it's, it's 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 that thing where it's like uh hollywood is always looking for that one trend you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. it's like it's last year's it's torture porn it's uh J horror, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like, and then they'll milk it to death. And I feel like we're we're at a point in time with horror and shit where it's just like, ah, fuck it. It's just it's just it's just horror. You know what I'm saying? It could be a slasher movie here, it could be a ghost movie here. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like you know, 
we're not sitting there just following one trend and shit. You know what I'm saying? Horror is just working. And it's just like, yeah, we've been trying to tell you that for the, for the longest. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to just be like, sit there, be beaten uh, over the head. You know what I'm saying? With one particular subgenre of horror and shit. You know what I'm saying? We just like horror in general and shit. Just fucking give it to us in spades and we're fine. And uh, I feel like they're finally getting it. So, yeah. I mean, I do think they're, they're definitely going to glom on. Like, there's going to be something. Like, I don't, I don't know what it'll be. But I do feel like there'll be, like, some subgenre that'll hit, like, two or three times in a row. And then it'll be like, that's where we're going to put all of our energy for like, the next 10 years in trying to make that again. And it's like, whether it be, like, because basically it started, like, originally, I said it was, like, Scream kind of reignited. So that's why we kept getting a bunch of Scream revolves. Um... So it's like, I feel like if we get like a uniform thing of like, let's say there's like two or three slashers, two or three monster movies, whatever it is, that's going to be where they put all their energy. It's because it's like the whole thing of like, um, people talk about the comic book movies and I'm like, whatever. But um, the thing is, is because like, it's it, the main reason that it's annoying and it's oversaturated is because that's where they're dedicating all their energy. That's all they know how to do. It's <laughs> just like, this thing is successful. So let's fucking make as much of this as we possibly can and some people get sick of it. And I was just like, with horror, I feel like it's the most forgiving because, like, I have watched, if we're being completely honest, and I'm not, this is no way, obviously, disparaging because I love the subgenre, but I was like, I've watched a million slash movies that are exactly the same. And, like, and I don't care. Like, I like them all. I always have a good time. So it's like, right. I do feel like that's the thing with horror that's, like, the most kind of, like, forgiving genre is that like you can do something that like it's not in any way original or like whatever you can do it a million times and i will still keep enjoying it like i'll still keep going and enjoying it because like i just like it like it's just like i like horror movies. I like i like monster movies i like slash movies like whatever so it's like even the ones that i don't care about in the moment like once i've kind of like watched everything that i want to at any given moment then it's like, oh, yeah, I never saw Valentine. Let's watch Valentine. So it's like, oh, okay, now I've seen this. This is good, like, whatever. And, I mean, I do think it's funny, like, if this had become, like, a franchise, I do think it would have been interesting because, like, I do think a, ma a major thing this movie does have going for it is um, I really like the way that they did the kills, like, the original, like, the originality of the kills to it. Um, yeah. Like, you don't get generally get to see, like, a bow and arrow fucking used in a slasher movie um, but if you didn't have, like, basically the Cupid killer using a bow and arrow, that'd be fucked up. So, of course you have it in this movie. Yeah. But it's really, it's interesting, and it's memorable. And, like, like the hot tub thing is a really interesting visually. And it's, like, so it's, like, all the, like, all the kills in it, I think, are actually are also kind of a huge selling point of it, more than anything. Like, I feel like that's actually the thing that I think they did try to sell it on, and it just didn't work. But I do feel like it should have. Like, because the kills are actually really cool. I feel that's the main reason. That's, like, the main selling point to me. If I was trying to get people to watch this movie, I'd be like, it's, it's, yes, it's something you've seen a million times, but it's got a cool cast and excellent kills. And like, if that doesn't sell you, I don't know what's fucking telling you. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, and it, it's got a brisk pace too and shit. Yeah. It's got a good cast, excellent kills, and it moves briskly enough and shit. It's over by like, we're hitting credits at like the 91, 92 minute mark and shit. Like it does what it does, you know what I'm saying, really well and it gets the fuck out of there. And it's like, that's basically what I want to slash a movie. And uh, this movie did it. So can't be mad at that. You know what I mean, 
And now we are on to my pick, uh, the 1932 Universal Monsters classic, The Mummy, uh, featuring Boris Karloff as the iconic... Well, okay, this is the, the, the one thing about the movie that drives me fucking insane, actually, I'll get it right out of the way, um, is, like, Boris Karloff is the mummy for, like, fucking two goddamn minutes. Like, and granted, was probably my own thing, because I'm almost 100% sure that I saw Monster Squad before I actually saw The Mummy. So, like, I was like, oh, cool. Like, a mummy is a monster or whatever. And then I watched The Mummy for the first time. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, you gave me a mummy for two seconds. And all of a sudden, it's just Boris Karloff in a fez for, like, fucking an hour. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, you sold me a bill of goods, sirs. Like, um, but um, I do think, like, Boris Karloff is actually a... Yeah, even though there's this weird thing I've had with Karloff versus I saw Ed Wood, where it's like I do vaguely have like a thing with like I love Karloff, but I also kind of hate Karloff because of uh, Martin Landau as Bella Lugosi shit talking for Karloff. <laughs> um, but um, but I do think Karloff is interesting enough as an actor because especially this was like a year after Frankenstein, and they yeah. were like, here's another thing for you, buddy. Um, and it's like, it starts off as, I guess probably the reason that you only get the mummy for like a couple minutes is because like, if you actually made the mummy the whole thing, it's just kind of Frankenstein, but in bandages, um, as far as performance goes. Um, but like, so he gets to do this really interesting, like performance where it's like the movie itself is kind of in a lot of ways, um, it's like, um, I guess like a retelling in a lot of ways, of Dracula, like it's kind of like yeah. the, the 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 book of Dracula versus like what you got because the movie of Dracula was like supposed to be the book, but then I guess Universal like didn't have any money, so they basically just adapted the play, and then because Dracula and Frankenstein were so successful, um, it seems like they kind of like went back to the Dracula's like book source material and just kind of like found a way to reinterpret it and made the Mummy. Um, but actually it is successful in that respect. Cause like, I do think that's kind of why, um, it works. Cause like the, I, it's especially better than like, I know a lot of people really love the Fraser one and I don't dislike it. Um, the only one I dislike is the Tom Cruise one. Cause fuck that movie. Um, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it to the sun. Um, oh my God, I regret watching that movie. Um, but, um, but no, like there's a thing in this that I don't feel like is in that, even though they kind of kept elements of it, where um, the Ardeth Bay character that is the mummy that Karloff portrays, that is now... They don't really... They ever explain how he goes from being the mummy to being normal? I don't think they do. They just kind of appears as normal, and they're just like, whatever. Um, but um, the, the, the whole thing of like him basically being... Um, just a man in love and no good came from that love. <laughs> like he ends up becoming mummified, like murdered and mummified for it. Um, but like comes back kind of to reclaim it um, all these like hundreds of years later. Um, and it makes him sympathetic, even though he's really creepy. Um, there's this thing about him where it's like you kind of feel his like longing in a way like you like understand why that character is the way they are like the, yeah. i mean it's it's interesting because and i think that's why it ultimately does work and why i think it was like why i was down to do it for the valentine's thing because like, that's the thing that ultimately does kind of 
stick with me and resonate with me is um, just the way they portrayed that and the way that Karloff played it was really fascinating to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Karloff is, is, is great, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, like, yeah, like, Frankenstein the year before made him big star where, um, you know, like, he went from, like, they didn't even credit him uh, in Frankenstein. And then a year later, Karloff, the uncanny, is the mummy. I mean, because essentially they, Universal was looking for the next Lon Chaney. Um, Lon Chaney was like their big star like you know of course the man of a thousand faces and it's like uh, for some reason or another they didn't want it in uh, Bella Lugosi um, well I, like... I don't think it's I, I think that it was that they didn't want it I think from everything I've heard and read Lugosi didn't want it I guess like when they wanted him to be Frankenstein he was like insulted he was like yeah. I don't have dialogue like whatever um, so it's like, I don't necessarily think that it was like that they were like casting Lugosi aside in that they wanted to go all in on Lugosi and Lugosi was just not into it. And then like Karloff was very much into it. So they kind of gave all of that to Karloff, which is probably why Lugosi was so fucking bitter as they portrayed in Ed Wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Karloff was just like, hey, fuck it. Why not? I'm not doing anything else. Um, so I so said he put him in Frankenstein. I was like, yes, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was like, we, we got our new boy right here, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, like, yeah, uh, I, I definitely wanted to point that out that this is essentially like, uh, Dracula retold. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, for going all that fucking mummy stuff. Like, I'm, I'm guessing that they probably was just like, well, what the fuck do we do with, with uh, a mummy? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, well, like, we can't just have him shuffling around, you know, murdering people. You and... can, though, because Hammer did do that. And that's why I love the Hammer one. Because the Hammer was the Hammer one. They were like, yes, we can, in fact, have a mummy shuffling around murdering people. And it'll be fucking great. And they were correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Universal executives must have been like, huh, uh, what do we know? I guess we were wrong. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, because they had him for a... Uh, as the mummy for two minutes and then he's Arthur Bay for the rest of the movie um the the, the opening of the movie is still my favorite thing about it though um especially my by homeboy far. by far yeah. by far like yeah like the, the opening is the creepiest thing in it I mean yeah. uh, Karloff is just creepy through, throughout the entirety of the movie them eyes but the the opening uh when when they, they open his uh his, his coffin and all that shit uh, and then, like, he opens his eyes slowly, and then um, he he takes the scroll, and then you get that uh, that that great iconic scream from Homeboy. Ah! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, which is one of my favorite moments in cinema ever is that dude scream, and then like his just like he just descends into laughter, and like uh, yeah, I like he I like goes completely insane. <laughs> yeah, I, I like later and shit when uh they they they're talking about him like what is it like ten years it it's, it jumps like ten years later. Um, because the movie opens in like 1922, and then it it jumps to 1932, and then they're talking about him, and it's like uh oh the the the, the that chap who went uh who went mad, uh, I think he went crazy, and it's like you literally just said the same thing, sir, just used two different words, and it's like uh like yes yeah, they when they found him he was laughing he died laughing in a straitjacket, and it's just like that's a that's a 
nice um dramatic way to deliver that line sir um i applaud you (laughs) 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 but then um uh you know i'm saying like they're like the you could say the movie is like centrally more of a love story that's why i like i thought that uh it it would be a nice uh thing to talk about on uh you know this valentine's day special um because it's all about love which uh the other ones are not well you could say the Brendan Fraser ones as well. Um, no, it is. Uh, I, the thing I do think the Brendan Fraser one uh, is actually the thing that I do think is interesting about it um, is that it's that that one is kind of like um, kind of a reflection of like two couples. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You have Fraser and Vice's characters, and then you have the mummies, and it's like so it's like kind of like the good the good and evil couple. I think that I think do think that's interesting too. Um, although I do think it is the weirdest thing. Um, with like based on this film and this film alone, it's genuinely astonishing to me that it was apparently decided at some point they were like, you know what the fucking mummy franchise should be? Action pictures. That's what we should make. And I'm right. just like, what where the fuck did you get that? Like, like what like what from watching this film where you were like, action's the ticket, son? Like, and I'm just like, I guess i mean i guess kind of the um because of the like because when they did the fraser one it's very much basically doing like india jones meets the mummy so like i get it um but then it's like <laughs> they did the fucking tom cruise one and i'm just like so we're just from the rest of human history we're just gonna get mummy movies that are action movies huh all right that's fine yeah yeah that 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 is completely fucking weird and it's just like that the, the whole dark universe thing should have never been attempted. I mean, it should have, but not in the sense that, like, yeah, let's do the mummy, but let's do it like fucking, uh, like all out action and all that shit. Fucking uh, get Tom Cruise doing his action hero shit in the mummy, and it's just like, what, what the fuck were you people thinking? Um, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it was all wrong, and then it's like. Now, uh, what the fuck are we gonna do with the with the mummy now and shit? Because people can still be thinking about that. Well, Honestly, that... if anything, I would do kind of the opposite, where I would do it like like the because um, I think like if they wanted to relaunch things after um, the Dark Universe like fucking cratered the way it did, I was like I would do a bunch of things like um, what Lee Winnell did with the Invisible Man. Yeah, where like you take like. You basically, you take it from being this big fucking like epic, and you shrink it down to being like a fucking scary like character study. Like I feel like that's what you do with the mummy if you want to do it again, is just like shrink it way the fuck down and not because it's like it, it's almost like they they saw the mummy movies and were like we can do it bigger. And I'm like, but you but do you need to? Like is that necessary? No, no, no. They don't need to at all and shit. They just figured like. Well, people remember the 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 Brendan Fraser ones the most, and those were action pictures. So, like, let's just continue to do that. And it was like, no, no, don't don't fucking do that. Those those movies were like of their time, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, just 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 leave it at that. Just do your own thing and shit. Why the fuck did you need to make uh, the Mummy into like a uh, an almost two hundred million dollar Tom Cruise starring picture? You know what I'm saying? For for what reason? I, I don't know and shit. I guess they figured we got Tom Cruise in this, you know, like to do pure luck. Had like I, I don't even know why the fuck he said yeah to that shit. 
You know, I, I think it was more that uh, he was going to get a piece of the pie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They, they, they were like, uh, you know, uh, they saw what Marvel was doing. It was like, yeah, let's do that, but let's do that with the Universal Monsters. And he was like, yeah, I want to cut it at, you know what I'm saying? So I could like, I could, I could be like Robert Downey Jr. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, I could, I could be the, my, the, the man in this, this shared universe. And it was just like, yeah, but that doesn't work for monsters. It uh, does I, though. Cause I wanted to, do, you, I wanted to do monster squad eventually. And I was like, I feel like that was, I got that when I was four years old, where it's like, you gave me an Avengers movie with all the monsters sold. Like, it just like, it's just a matter of like the way that they did it was stupid. Where it's like trying to do these big, grand fucking action movies. Like, I think I was like, part of me wonders if that was going to be the case with all of them or just the mummy. I mean, I feel like probably not Bride of Frankenstein, but I am curious what like the Johnny Depp, um, Invisible Man was supposed to be. Like, if that was to be like an action movie too, or like what the fuck they were going to do. And like, because um, they did the whole thing where they introduced uh, Jekyll in this one or in the Tom Cruise one. Yeah. I'm just like I don't, I don't, I don't understand. What are these always going to be action movies? Like, it doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, yeah, and it's like you, you got Russell Crowe as as Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde in there, and like, and they're positioning him to be like the Nick Fury, and it's like, <laughs> yeah, what? You know, what I'm saying it's like, yeah, and then it's like, what the fuck was the Bride of Frankenstein supposed to be? And and what the fuck was the invisible like? What the fuck were you guys? What was the plan? It sounds like shit. I'm glad it fucking cratered because this sounds like the dumbest fucking shit. This sounds like fucking executives brainstorming in in, in a boardroom, who and they're completely out of fucking touch, and they they just see something successful over here and like, well, what do we got? We got monsters. Let's let's make a whole shared universe like monsters, but let's let's do it like Marvel in the shit. And it's like. You guys are fucking idiots, you know. This 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 is this is why your shit didn't work and shit because you guys are completely out of touch, you know what I'm saying? And that's why uh, the Invisible Man works so well and shit because Lee Winnell is the opposite of dumb as fuck. Um, he's a smart individual and he knows exactly what he's doing and shit. And it's just like uh, you got Jason Blum and shit who was just like who has the idea and all that shit. And it's just like just 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 if you're gonna do that, just put him in charge. You know what I'm saying? Put, like, you know, put Lee Winnell in charge and shit because they're actually smart and they know uh, how to utilize uh, horror elements, you know what I'm saying, and properties. So just do that instead of just trying to turn everything into fucking Marvel. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to be fair, though, the one thing I will say for those executives was they had the good sense that most executives don't seem to have where, like, they just abandoned it <laughs> right away. It was just like, okay, that didn't work. Fuck this. Like, whereas, like, fucking Warner Brothers every fucking, like, two years is just, like, fucking completely rejiggering everything and be like, but it'll work this time. <laughs> and I'm just like, just stop, guys. Just stop. Please stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta, you, you gotta give it to them for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> where where they just, like, yeah, yeah. The, the, that, that was stupid. This should have never been attempted. Let's just do something else. You know, let's let's uh let's continue making uh Fast and Furious movies and shit until like uh, <laughs> they no longer make money. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> until they no until they no longer make money, or until like it, like they've set an end date because they're like, well, everyone's getting too old to keep making these believably. So although it's funny you mentioned Downey, because um Downey was our um like as uh Tom Cruise was like the choice for Iron Man for like a decade. And then, like, they finally kind of abandoned that and went with Downey, and it was like, 
it became what it became, which is glorious. But I was yeah. just like, so Tom Cruise going back for that pie is just like him being like, I could have had that. God damn it. It was right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, like I, I look back at that whole endeavor and it's just like, uh, uh, like it should have never been attempted and I'm glad it's over. You know what I'm saying? But then it's now it's like uh, okay, so so what the fuck do you do with the properties now and shit? Because now you have to wait uh, a few and shit before you try to do the mummy again. Um, it's Not like, necessarily. I mean, we'll see. I mean, like because it's like I feel like they only waited like I want to say yeah five years between uh, Hulk movies, like because they were just like yeah whatever. So I feel like by the time that you can that you get another, I feel like by this point. Because it's been, uh, I want to say, six years since the last one. I was like, you probably could just do it now and nobody would give a shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I, I feel like if they try to they attempt to do a Mummy movie now, shit, everybody's going to be like, well, where's Brendan Fraser? Yes, you know? that's definitely fair. Yes. Yeah, because, cause, uh, you know, that's that's the one that everybody remembers is the Brendan Fraser one. And it's just like, yeah, get Brendan Fraser in there. And it's like... Uh, like I, I love Brendan, but like I kind of want to see a return to the horror elements of of yeah. the Mummy. Like no, you I know, I, I'm I'm tired of like them trying to make the Mummy into like this this action epic. Like those movies worked, but they were of their time. Um, obviously, uh, the, the Tom Cruise Mummy was not. So it's just like, yeah, let's <laughs> can, can we just go back to the basics and make them horror pictures again? Like, why do we have to fucking... Like, they should have known this shit that shit wouldn't have worked and shit with fucking Van Helsing. Um, like, yeah, just... just These do not work as action pictures. Let's just leave them alone. Thank you. Could we? <laughs> I'm over it. Uh, you I'm know, resisting I... the urge to shit talk Stephen Summers until we do the episode that I, of the Stephen Summers movie that we want to do. <laughs> so, like, I'm just going to leave it alone. <laughs> Yeah, 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 no, Stephen Summers is good money, you know what I'm saying? Because he's made uh, quite a few films I enjoy, especially one that uh, we we're definitely going to do uh, on this show. But um, yeah, that Van Helsing, dude. I uh, hate that movie. I hate that fucking movie. With, with every fiber of my being, I hate that fucking movie. And I was so excited for it. Like when they first announced it, I was so excited for it. And holy shit, do I hate that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Like like I said, the, the only the, the only good thing I could say about Van Helsing is that Hugh Jackman was a better Van Helsing than Anthony Hopkins, which is a a weird bar. Technically, he isn't technically playing the same Van Helsing because they were like, right, I guess right. they wouldn't call him Abraham's because they were like because they were like that's a weird name. He's Gabriel Van Helsing. I'm like I don't understand. I'm like okay, it's a weird choice, but okay. Yeah, yeah, that that, that uh. Like I I don't know why necessarily they needed to do that, but they did. So fuck it, you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, that's that's the only thing I got going in in respect to like uh, compliments I'd like to pay to uh, Van Helsing. Um, but it's like yeah, just just can we just go back to the horror elements? You know what I'm saying. Obviously it works because Lee Winnell did it uh, so fantastically in uh, The Invisible Man. Just just taking it back to the horror elements, and it's just like yeah. Horror works, man. I don't, I don't know why the fuck y'all want to continue making action movies when horror still works. So it's like, could you give us a scary mummy movie again? You know what I'm saying? Just just, just to try to make mummy scary again. Like, it's there. You know what I'm saying? You can pull it off and shit. I don't know why you're sitting there trying to fucking copy other people. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, 
It it's is like we said it's a Valentine episode, where it's like that's kind of the thing. Where it's like like studios like like basically like see one thing that is making money, like printing yeah. money, and they're just like we must have that, and so they just keep it's just like that's the thing is like for like a hot minute, studios will just fucking just keep pouncing on something to try to like it's like a fucking it's like old people in a fucking slot machine just trying to get it to fucking pay out. Just like it's just like it just it's, you saw it pay out once, so you're like it's gonna keep pulling that fucking handle forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it's like that with the fucking uh, when you get scammed at three card Monty, where it's just like <laughs> they they let you win, run around like yeah, you can win more and shit, and then you keep going until you fucking entirely broke. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, yeah, that's the studio system right there. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna keep on trying until there's no there's fucking no money left, uh, and it's just it, it just it just boggles my mind and shit because this is like horror continuously does well. I mean, like, you have, you know, sometimes in shit where, like, uh, some horror films will plant face. But horror has done consistently well, especially, you know, uh, as, as long as we've known it. And uh, as particularly now in this era, you know what I'm saying, like, where just horror movies are just killing it at the box office and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like horror, horror movies and superhero movies are fucking basically where keeping theaters alive and shit. So it's just like... You know, one or the other. You know what I'm saying? Um, so it's just like, why the fuck did uh, you motherfuckers just sit there and think that the uh, the mummy was gonna work as an action film? I don't know. Um, Honestly, where... a way to the mummy that would be really cool, I think, is um, like if you want to do spend money on it, um, is to make it like. So super like gory like body horror like i think that would also work really well um like because it's like i think that like if you want to do like a straight monster movie that also works like that would be cool um but i also think that like if you were willing to like spend i was like i do think like a fucking mummy movie that was like gross out body horror or like damien leone or something i was like i would see that movie (laughs) Yeah, like now, now you just put that vision in my head—a Damien Leone, uh, fucking mummy <laughs> movie. Give, give him like five million dollars and shit, and uh, 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 give him Art the Clown as the mummy. <laughs> no, no, that that would work and shit. Yeah, like, no, no, David just, Thornton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 I I think that would work and shit. You're basically turning the the mummy into a a, a slasher uh, villain. I mean, yeah. and I I always. Uh, felt that the the mummy was basically like the the um the precursor to uh like Michael Myers. You know oh yeah, no, well, the, I mean, it's also the precursor to. Like, I remember like the um the whole thing when we did um Return of the Dead three, where I had said like um why I counted zombies as monster movies, and I was just like, if you count the mummy, which you should, um all a mummy is is just a zombie with extra steps. Yeah. So it was just like it's like my, it's like so it's like you can actually trace a lot back to the mummy. Whereas like yeah, you can trace like the the movement of slashers. You can trace zombies. Like you can trace a lot back to the the original mummy. And so it is a very malleable concept. That's why that's, that is why it kind of bums me out that you only get like the mummy for like two minutes of this movie. Um, because I'm like I think that as a whole. The actual concept is really fucking terrifying. Like it's just like it's like literally it's like it's like a fucking however many fucking centuries old dead thing coming at you. Like yeah, it's not moving very fast, but like it's somehow it's gonna fuck you up. <laughs> like it's just like there's like vague there is like it's like it's like um the bit in um 
Fulci's zombie, like when like they're uh, like they're dragging the eye towards the splinter of wood. Yeah, it's kind of like that with the zombie, where it's just like you know something bad is gonna happen, you know it's gonna get you, but you just can't. It just it just it just can't. Nah, and then it's just done. I'm just like that's the way to do it, honestly. No, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Just like and you know. Uh, the setting for the, the, um, a mummy movie is already creepy enough and shit. You're in the fucking catacombs and all that shit. Uh, just having fucking stalking motherfuckers come in to, to excavate the, 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 the coffin and all that shit. They awaken him uh, and he co- he goes around and just murders them all in brutal ways and shit. And it's like, it's easy. It's easy. You know what I'm saying? Just, just, just fucking do it. Like, yeah, like, Jason Blum, if you're listening, uh, get just... <laughs> Uh, get get your 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 five million dollars, ten million dollars. Give it to Damian Leone. Get to David Thornton as the mummy and shit, and just tell him to to go nuts and have him fucking murder people in, in brutal ways and shit. Um, just just don't make it two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. Just, Fuck just... you. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Um. Yeah, like just just give us ninety minute mummy movie where the fucking mummy is just tearing people apart in in the catacombs of Egypt and shit back in like in the thirties and shit, and it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. The, the, I, I'll enjoy that. I'll enjoy that. Um, but uh, back to back to this movie. Uh, I go back and forth uh, on which one I like more, this or uh, Frankenstein. Um. It's uh, it's one of it's one of the things like uh, as a as a kid and shit like these those were the two I rewatched the most was the Mummy and Frankenstein. Um, I mean I love all the Universal monsters and all that stuff, Wolfman, Dracula, and all that stuff, Invisible Man, uh, and all that stuff. But the Mummy and Frankenstein was the one that I went back and forth with the most and all that shit. Um, it was it was just one of those things, and it's like also uh, this was shot by Carl Furin. Uh, who's a cinematographer, so that's why the movie looks uh, amazing. Uh, I also heard he was a bit of a prick on set because he kept uh, um, fucking with uh, the actress uh, who plays the reincarnation of uh, Aung San Amun, um, which is weird, too, because like they, they say the name Aung San Amun uh, in here, and then in the Brenda Fraser one, she's Anak San Amun. Um, so I, I like... Like I hear him say it like that, and I know this came first, but like I feel like I keep wanting to correct him. It's a nux on a moon, but I was like, no, that's probably you know what I'm saying. You know, I don't know who's pronouncing it the right way, but you know, that there, there's that. Um, but now, like, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I really fucking love the mummy and shit. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's that's why I was like, you know, we're we're doing Valentine's Day special and. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there there was other stuff we could have done. Like like, um, I I was thinking of it because uh, although I see it as a slasher, I know you see it, you see him as a, a monster, but uh, uh, Candyman. Well, okay, I didn't necessarily. I I think it could go either way. It was just like I was throwing out ideas, and I was just like, and you were like, you see him as a monster. And I was like, he's a man of bees, Rob. Yeah. I I just see him more as a slasher movie icon than anything else. Oh, I I agree in that respect. I'm just I was spitballing ideas. But uh, I mean, like he is he is kind of like almost like a like a Dracula type character. Yeah. So yeah, I guess you could say and that. And like but... um um also um 
Tony Todd had said uh, they it was like his fan of the opera part. So yeah, 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 that that, that tracks. I don't know. I just I just see him more as a so especially especially in uh the sequels like uh yeah uh, Farewell to the Flesh like he's definitely slasher movie ish um the, more in that when we eventually get to the Candyman movies because I definitely want to talk Candyman um but like yeah like but I feel like you know uh it, it's it's oh it's always fun to talk to Universal monsters so yes. it's just like um. Uh, we haven't talked the Universal Monster. Like I think the last one we did was Creature from the Black Lagoon, wasn't it? Yeah. So, so it's like, yeah, let's 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 bring back some Universal Monsters here. You know, what I'm saying since we're talking about love, you know that stuff. Um, you know, and even though it's like it's it's weird and shit because uh, I, I like how uh, I forget well, I forget the name of the female character, but uh, she's like she's hypnotized and thinks she's all in love with uh. Ardith Bay Imhotep until she realized he wants to murder her and 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 bring back uh, the real Nux on the moon and she's like, no, 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 the, 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 I I regret this whole endeavor. Please leave me alone, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Please leave me alone. Don't murder me. And then well, uh, like the thing you mentioned that like uh, her other suitor um, that isn't Karloff was like in love with her based on knowing her for like thirty seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's crazy. just. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And shit, like he's known her for like a day. Like, I love you, and like, sir, you just met her. <laughs> like, Imhotep has known her for for thousands of years and has loved her for thousands of years. You're gonna have to wait in line, sir. You can't just jump the <laughs> line here, and 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 being in love with this woman. Um, but uh, you know, what I'm saying he's, he's he's my man. David Manners was just a sucker for love. Um, so. <laughs> You know, I can't hold it against them. But, uh, it like, is funny, yeah. Because you mentioned the, the hypnotism thing. That is, like, they literally did the exact same effect as they did in Dracula. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, it's, like, the thing is, like, I definitely feel like, again, like, I, like, I feel like they, like, had their original Dracula script and were, like, they didn't make because they didn't have any money. And were, like... I bet if we changed the location of this, this would still work. And like, so it's like they literally just pull shit from Dracula. Like, to, it's like, so it's like, but it is successful. Like, it's like, it's a guy, because I do think there's a thing with, um, and also if it feels different enough, like, it just like the gazes, like where like Bella's versus Karloff's. Um, so it does feel different and you don't necessarily notice it right away. But like they're both equally creepy, but I feel like um, I feel like Karloff's is more ultimately successful at making me believe it is a hypnotism because like I don't want to look at Bill Lugosi like he has this very creepy look in his eyes, whereas like Karloff, it's just like it's creepy, but I also can't look away. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Also, uh, when you got Dracula, you also got the. David Manners was also in, in Dracula. Yep, um, yep. And uh, Edward Von Sloan, who's basically playing Van Helsing. In, yes, in yes. Here. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah, it's just like, well, what the fuck do we do? And it's like, well, Dracula was popular, wasn't it? Let's just, uh, you know, they basically did a Roger Corman where they just basically took the script and just kind of like, just fucking like, uh, change uh, England to Egypt. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Instead of a crucifix and shit, we'll give him some like kind of charm necklace and all that shit, and you know, like yeah, yeah, it, it all works out. It all works out. Um, 
know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, uh, all power to them and shit. It, it worked. They made they made a lot of money and shit. So it's like, can't can't be that mad and shit. But still, it's like we know this motherfucker. <laughs> we know this. You know what I'm saying? I mean, With, uh, but it's like you mentioned you mentioned like Carl Frund Frund. But I don't know how to say. It. Um, but uh, also, um, even though he doesn't get to, he only gets you only get to see a design for like fucking like five minutes. Um, they also brought back Jack Pierce to do yeah. the makeup. And like it's a fucking brilliant fucking makeup. Like it's like it's it's funny because I like, think is that's why like, that's another thing that bumps me out about it being in a movie for such a short amount of time, is like it's really effective and really iconic and really memorable, um, without looking anything like um, the Frankenstein makeup. Like it's funny because it's like it's like the exact same actor, um, also playing a dead person yet again. But it's like a completely different. Like it's like it doesn't even remind you of it. Like there's like it's the only thing that reminds you is like you know it. Like you know it's that both are Karloff. But other than that, it's like it's so well designed that like it just plays beautifully. Yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the the only downside was uh, they 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 he he forgot to put a zipper on it. Um, which... <laughs> Which Karloff noted, he was like, "Oh, like you've done a great job, but you forgot to give me a fly." You know what I'm saying? It's just like, so he's just, he, I guess he has to to wear that shit for however long and shit, and, and just hope that he doesn't have to go to the bathroom. Um, so I guess it was probably for the best that it was only in the movie for like the one scene. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. You know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, I guess I guess it all worked out. <laughs> But yeah, um, <coughs> excuse me, I got a cough and I can't get fucking rid of it, and uh, shit is annoying me. Um, but yeah, uh, I love the mummy. Uh, I, I think it's a great uh, addition to Universal Monsters. Uh, I mean, like it, it's weird too because uh, with uh, this one, um, it's probably. You know what I'm saying? The most memorable one and shit, but they made like multiple uh mummy movies afterwards where like it wasn't in Hotep, it was uh what was it, Karis? A Karis and shit, if I remember correctly. Um it's like I don't even remember those at all. Um we only well, remember I think with like the, the Black Lagoon sequels, I to this day I've never seen. Like I know they exist, but I've never seen them. Right. And it's like that one, he's basically he's the, the mummy throughout. You know what I'm saying? And it's like like almost like the the hammer ones, and it's like like this is one is the most remembered one from the, from those movies and shit. And it's like yeah, he's only the mummy for two minutes. You know what I'm saying? And then as as Patrick put it, he's just Boris Karloff in the fest for the rest of it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it, it, it's weird, but uh, I, I love the fucking mummy. I love it. No, I mean, that thing is, like, I definitely, like, it's, it's, like, not my favorite or anything, but, like, I do think that there's, like, enough in it that I think is cool that, like, I, it is funny, though, because, like, I, I, um, I don't completely understand, like, what audiences in those days, like, if they actually found it, like, frightening throughout because like I said, like it's like kind of like you have that at the beginning, and then it's kind of like a love story with a creepy guy, um, and a woman who is very clearly not Egyptian. Although to be fair, neither is Karloff 
very clearly. But um, right. this is you put the man in a fez doesn't make him Egyptian. Um, but um, put Matt Smith in a fez and Doctor Who doesn't make him fucking Egyptian. Um, but um, but no, like it's um, there is like this thing to it where I'm just like I always kind of been curious where it's like I kind of get why audiences would have been consistently like frightened throughout Frankenstein. I get why people would be frightened throughout Dracula. I was like, even like Invisible Man, um, I don't completely understand if people were like scared throughout the mummy. Cause I'm like, it's, as I said, like it's basically like, it starts off as like a horror movie, like the first five minutes. And then it's like, from that point on, it's basically just like a doomed love story. Um, so I just, I am just kind of curious what that, what audience reaction was like in 1932, where it's like, oh, hey, like, let's go see this new horror picture. And it's like, my God, that scared the hell out of me. I'm like, I would have been like, why? Just explain to me why. I just need to understand why. Like, I was just like, the beginning? And you just coasted from there? Is that what happened? Like, I just need to know. Like, um, or like, I guess also there's like the bit where like he gets like, uh, like murdered and mummified. Um, which is in and of itself fucking terrifying. Because that was my, always my thing um, with mummies in general. Like, that's the most, like, scary thing about mummies, like, in real life, um, is hearing the description of, like, what happened to make people into mummies is horrifying. <laughs> like, when we were oh, yeah. in school, I was like, that's fucking terrifying. Like, I want no part of that shit. Like, what the fuck was wrong with people in those days? <laughs> like, no. Um... But no, yeah, like, so I just say I'm kind of like, it's cause it's, it's kind of like one of the least scary Universal Monsters to me. Um, but like, it's also, it does ultimately work because of Karloff being as good as he is and it being kind of as gorgeously shot as it is. Like, that kind of, I think, is like, that does a lot for like, its reputation is like, it's very visually interesting. Um, yeah. and like, because Karloff is, he's an icon that's, it lives forever for a reason. Um, yeah. that's also a factor. Um, but yeah, like, I definitely think that like, it's not like, cause you know how you go back and forth between um, Frankenstein and the Mummy. I go back and forth between Frankenstein and the Wolfman. Um, but, uh, I do always like the imagery of the Mummy is kind of like seared in my mind. Like, cause it's like, oh, that's kind of the thing with all the Universal Monster movies is they all kind of had this very specific thing where it's like, even when they aren't gothic, because the mar the mummy isn't gothic at all, um, but it still has this really kind of like gothic vibe to it that yeah. like works really well. No, yeah, most definitely, most definitely. And uh, I think that'll do it for our discussion on Mummy, as well as uh, this episode of uh, this special Valentine's Day episode of Chainsaws and Clothes. Hope you enjoyed. Um, you know the deal. Uh, Chainsaws and Chainsaws Clothes on social media, uh, wherever uh, you listen to podcasts, we're there. So I, I you know, don't. I'm not going to repeat anything. You already know. Fuck it. Um, Yes, um, we hope you enjoyed, and we will catch you next time.